0: Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit Harry's.com and use promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase.
1: Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe from jet fuel to steel beams. (laughs) With over 5 million downloads, this is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems like Maddox with me is Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Hello. Welcome back. Both of
0: those big solutions. (laughs) Jet Jet
1: fuel and steel steel beams. beams. It it depends on the context, Dick. I think there's a bunch of... When you combine uh, them. When you combine them, yeah. Big problem.
2: That's what they want
1: you to believe.
2: Oh. Yeah. The, oh. the people are the problem. What, the people, what do you mean? The, who? The people that want you to believe that? are putting those two together and saying 9-11 didn't happen. Oh, the uh,
0: neckbeards.
2: The conspiracy dipshits. Yeah, we already
0: yeah, yeah, brought that yeah. in as a problem. Exactly. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, let's yeah, all start yeah, down. Let's all just calm the fuck down. Who? Who? Uh, what were the results from last week? Dig, the biggest problem in the universe
1: from last week was not enough toilets. Oh, good. Followed by good. Last, last call. It should be. And lottery winners. Why was why is not the negatives, it right? Not a problem. Not a problem lottery at all, winners. people say. Yeah. Lottery
0: winners, not a problem at all.
1: Yeah, not a problem at all. No, Dick, I, I agree. You know, uh not enough toilets is a real big problem. Yeah, it is a, it is a big problem. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's so big, we brought it in twice. What do you mean? Yeah. I got a segment for you, Dick. Uh, I, I do this is on my YouTube. some variation YouTube? of Dick versus Dick? <laughs> no? Well, like every single one of your segments? The, I, there's only one Dick versus. Dick. Well, there's Dick on Dick and Dick versus Dick. Those are the only two. But uh, I have a segment I do on my YouTube channel called I Liked It Better When.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I, it's what my Little Mermaid video is based on. Here's the segment. I Liked It Better When. All right so i i remember when i was listening back to this last episode i was listening to some of the stats you brought in i thought wow that sounds really familiar you know one in five kids uh yeah people having problems with diarrhea then i remember way back when in episode 66 i brought in i brought in a problem that sounded pretty similar listen to this let's see uh let's see if you guys agree this is from
0: last episode the second biggest killer yeah. of children in uh-huh. developing countries is diarrhea. <laughs>
3: diarrhea, huh? and that's Di- obviously
0: wait. shitting in the open is Di- a huge cause so of diarrhea. So diarrhea
3: is a big, so like poop, poop-related issues. It's like a big problem. It's a big problem.
0: Come I- on, but more people have access to mobile phones and have toilets. Isn't part of your oh, problem yeah. just
2: you know proper sanitation or sanitary conditions? Like it's you're talking not, about the third Sean, world it's not
0: stuff. enough toilets. <laughs> There's not know. enough toilets. Now we're going back to yeah. episode 66.
1: Here's what. Uh, Here's what we 1. said. 1.8 million people die every year from diarrheal disease. 90% Uh-oh. are children under mm. 5, mostly in developing yeah. countries. <laughs> 2.5 <laughs> billion people, billion, lack access to improved sanitation, more than
0: 35% of the world's population. Uh, How many people around the world is that that have to deal with like walking around in their own shit then? 2.5 billion. 2.5 billion people don't have toilets? Yeah, they don't. Uh. Uh. So who brought
2: came? Who brought that in originally? Shit. shit, me I did. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Well, you're always bitching about a lack of stats. So can't he use you as a reference? Yeah, I mean, he, a good t- reference. <laughs> he knows you did your due diligence.
0: That's research. Yeah. Well, he, he wasn't. I he wasn't went citing to the greatest source. source on the planet. Well, well it's, you. It, it's implied, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't all stats come from you? Aren't you the alpha omega of research and stats? <laughs> I try to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, just um, like all the greatest scientists in history, ones without a college degree. Uh, is this you, you're getting at some uh, homeschooling agenda? Oh, which that's by the not, way, no, that's, not, that's nothing to do with homeschooling. Well, I, I'm just I, busting your balls. Oh, okay. Well, so I so an asterisk on this one, you think? Not enough toilets? No, because I, I ripped it off.
1: No, it's it's not. I think the most interesting thing that you brought in with the not enough toilets problem, but uh, uh was the part about because yours also included urine, and that was interesting. Uh, with <laughs> yeah. the because I always think about mine also included rape. That was what? a pretty big part of it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, no, it was it was different. Uh, enough, but there were some similarities. If that
0: feminists were-, were as concerned about women finding toilets in the third world as they are about recovering that four percent of the wage gap that they're, if they were more concerned about the safety of women worldwide than money, maybe it's some. Maybe we could do something about it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, the big problem, but uh, you know, the the signpost thing is something I think about a lot when people urinate is that interesting. On it is interesting, but I think it's more dogs that do it. Because I see dogs peeing on every signpost all the time with impunity, whereas bums try to at least,
0: you know, at least do it when people aren't around. But that's usually. the cover, isn't it? The signs. The buildings are the cover for the bums. They just, like, cozy up to right. the building.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, anyway, anyway, Dick. Um, also, so I got I got some comments here. I got one from Henry. You got me. Henry Cooker. Henry says, so while everyone was dreaming about winning the lotto, Maddox was doing research on past winners to see how the ones that didn't fuck it up did it. So when he won, he would know exactly what to do. I'm not sure if that's intelligent or absolutely insane. Maddox <laughs> is the only guy who is constantly making battle plans in the event of unlikely scenarios. You know, uh, <laughs> every now and then I'll read a comment that I feel like totally gets me, and yeah. that guy, <laughs> that guy totally got me. I do like to plan a lot in advance
0: of things, especially unlikely scenarios. I got an actual... An actual, uh, let me see what this guy's job title is. A former financial advisor who has a master's in economic policy. Uh-oh. I got, it, the, email, the, it's the subject line of the email is, here's why Maddox is poor. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then he, goes, then he goes on to attack your, uh, your annuity problem. Uh, let's hear it. So what happens, what happens if the lottery, he says, can't afford to pay you in the future? I don't know how Powerball works, but Illinois had to stop paying its winners because they went bankrupt. Like that, then what? It happens with pensions all the time. Wow, right? I didn't think Bankrupt, about that. The yeah. happening, it happens, man. Yeah, you know, you don't know. You got to get that money now. Uh, it doesn't. You're still counting on some other entity not ever declaring bankruptcy. Um. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. The, hold on. Uh, can I respond to that, or do you want to read the whole email first? No. That. F- oh, first of all, dickhead.
1: Okay. G- oh, great point. Masters what? in economic policy. Oh, gentleman. masters.
2: You know what? Masters. Suck my dick. How about that for a
1: masters, yeah, Masterson? Yeah.
2: What? What a hack. He needs to be czar of economics
1: or something. <laughs> it
0: doesn't matter. It's all the
1: it's all the appeal to authority fallacy. Just because. Look, <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> appeal to yes, authority. Yes, it literally is. <laughs> <laughs> okay you're saying you're saying because this guy has studied at a at some prestigious university or he has a master's in economics I he's mean, an expert Alderman, yeah he's an expert it doesn't mean he's always right no and, uh, let me yeah, tell you he's why let, he's let, let, stats, let me point let like me he's point out a whole case okay and, le- and let me point out a very simple rebuttal to that okay okay where are you gonna put that money that you win from the lottery in a bank yeah, banks never go bankrupt. Your money's totally safe yeah, there. I'll get. I'll. I'll
0: get straight to the point.
2: With in what a he coffee says, can in your oh, backyard. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Of course,
1: it's
0: an- Andrew Rank, by the way. Uh, this this gentleman who's perpetrating these outrageous fallacies via email. These appeal to authority. Um He says the single best investment would be to go to an online brokerage and buy a bunch of low fee ETFs. Your actual allocation would be based on your age, risk tolerance, et cetera. So that's what I do. That's what he said. That's what he says. That's what he says you should do. Take the money out. You got 30 years basically to double your money in the lottery. Right. And he says just go get a bunch of low-fee ETFs. No problem. No big deal. Don't take the annuity. But wasn't <laughs> and that's why you're poor. That's why he's that's, that's why, why that I'm poor because
1: I because I haven't won the lottery and then invested in ETFs. Is that why I I I, agree. I don't know if it's both of
0: those reasons, yeah. but that's what he <laughs> says. Why what's
1: an ETF? Did he explain what that is? Would you even believe him? It's just another appeal to authority. Look, I'm not gonna look, I'm not going to believe this guy because he's uh, uh, an expert. In his field, necessarily, I, it depends on what he says. Like, even, even,
0: a, uh, um, I find that fascinating, by the way. What's what that? you just said that I won't believe in uh, someone because he's an expert on the in his field. It depends on what he says. Yes. That means, yes. The final decider is you. You realize Dick. you are the expert. Yeah, you're you more qualified than the expert. No, you, uh, because I—that's I, what people I mean, who d- don't believe in global warming say. Dick,
1: Dick, uh, no. Uh, That's people true. Who don't, people who don't believe in global warming don't believe the evidence. Okay, if somebody, I'm I'm more interested in his argument and his evidence. Not everything that guy says is going to be correct. There's lots of famous psychologists and economists that people disagree with all yeah. the time, and right. and just because they're an expert, they doesn't mean they don't make mistakes. At just like that faulty thinking like seriously where are you going to put that money that you get in the lump sum into a bank and we know that banks aren't ETFs. reliable yeah but wh- and then what and I what happens you- to that financial institution are those immune to going bankrupt is there a financial institution that is immune to going bankrupt i don't know what does bernie sanders think
0: that's all that matters that's all that matters <laughs> to me when it comes Do you to think money I'm a
1: bernie sanders supporter
0: no okay i don't think he goes far enough for <laughs> what were you going to say? About
1: that? Um, no, there's, uh, there are plenty of psychology. In fact, I brought in a psychologist, Dick, today. in my problem, I'm going to talk about a psychologist yeah. who uh, is an expert in his field, made a bad cool.
0: call. Oh, it happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, th- this guy, here's something interesting about this guy, uh, Andrew, Andy. Uh, he's had a couple of professional athlete clients, which he says is similar to lottery winners, of course. And he says, "Sure enough, they can't keep their hands off the principal, and that's the whole—that's all you got to do: keep your hands off the principal, right? Right. And then you, then you can live on it forever, make millions of dollars forever. It's better than new, but but they can't do it.
1: Uh, you right. know, you know, Dick, that ar- that article that you guys uh, shed on so much. That the guy, the thing the guy was saying is, again, I don't know all about you, but I do know that you you buy lottery tickets. So let's consider the possibility that you are not one of the generation's greatest financial minds. Um, oh, you guys had such a problem with yeah. that." And yeah, it's because, his, because he, he was such a, such a prick. A, of course he was a prick. Of course he was a prick. prick of course he's a journalist. But the the greater message here is not just about lotteries, it's any time you kind of come into a big lump sum of cash. So I, I didn't even get to all my research last time. Uh, I'm going to skip what some of these comments. What about if you
0: come into a big lump sum of ass? Then what should you do? You should cash that in. You should cash that in immediately. Tap those funds. Mhm. <laughs> Don't take that on annuity. <laughs> Big penalty for early withdrawal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Always make a deposit. Okay, what is the Always stats make a deposit, that you want to read? So uh, I got an email from Chris Primer. He says, fuck Dick Masterson and Asterios and the snarky comments about how much money a New York Times writer or teacher makes. It's as if you can put a price tag on the value of information based on how much the person giving you the information makes. Mm. Um, I won't read the whole email. He Please. sent it to me an email. But I do have another, uh, before I go on, I do have another nickname for Asterios from Matt Maffitt. He says, okay, biggest problem in the universe is Bozo Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> anyway, Bozo Cocoa you Puffs and some you. some
0: voicemail? Oh, hold on. I didn't oh, even get okay. to the,
1: uh, the, the research. Oh, okay. So we
0: ran out of time. <laughs> As we're going to do again. <laughs> we are. We definitely
1: are this episode. Uh, there's a Wired article uh, called The Psychology of Lotteries. Why do people play the lottery? It's fun.
0: Because th- we hate everyone in every part of our lives and we want to escape it. Well, that's not why the majority of people play.
1: Uh you and I, Dick, you and I I, bet. I, you and I are not regular lottery players. Sean, you're not a regular lottery player, right? Because we don't, have, we don't have we don't have the psychology
2: of a regular lottery player. I didn't even player. play this last one.
0: Oh, shut up. You didn't? No. You didn't at all. What nope. an idiot. You could why? have been a billionaire. Yeah. Well, I would have just <laughs> fucked it up if I,
2: you know, took the uh, lump sum anyway.
0: Yeah, you. Oh, you would have just wasted it. Oh, yeah, totally. What would
2: you? First have done thing I would have done was just hammer the principle right away.
1: There you go. Lottery winners voted up. Yep. Uh, this article <laughs> says <the> <laughs> on that. <up>. <laughs> <laughs> it says on the one hand, the answer is obvious enough why we play. We're happy to spend three dollars for approximately fifteen seconds of irrational hope for the pleasure of thinking about what might happen if we'd suddenly won millions of dollars. In this per- uh, particular case, with the billions of dollars, everyone mm. played because it was a big event, right? Yeah, big it's national fun. event. But most people don't play like that, Dick. Um, It says in this uh, this article here, on average, households that make less than $12,400 a year, so people who are in poverty, Mm -hmm. spend 5% of their income on lotteries. 5%. And approximately half of Americans buy at least one lottery ticket at some point. The vast majority of tickets are purchased by about 20% of the population. And these high-frequency players tend to be poor and uneducated, which answers why critics refer to lotteries as regressive taxes. In 2006... Uh, a survey found that 30% of people without high school degrees said that they played the lottery as a wealth-building strategy, and they specifically looked at the psychology of people who play, and they said a 2008 paper by a team of Carnegie Mellon behavioral economists helped explain why poor people are so much more likely to buy tickets. The problem is, it turns out, is feeling poor, and it actually changes your psychology. changes your thinking.
0: Yeah. That's why we were telling you you should have brought in the lottery, it's a poor tax. No, that's the in summary, it's a poor tax. I, I don't think there's anyone that disagrees with that. That's why the lottery is the problem, not the winners.
1: Hmm. I that's don't know. Was, that was
0: our point. Or or gambling addiction. Or poor or poor mental any of those. Poor psychology. Any of those things.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. But I think lottery winners specifically is um poor psychology i think it's it's worth bringing in separately from because i really don't think fundamentally there's anything necessarily wrong with the lottery so much as the way it's conducted right now if lottery the lot, lot, the if, lottery is is um is marketed to yeah. poor people they're not they're not showing the lottery you know showing someone on wall street putting down his new york times sipping his coffee and then scratching a ticket you well know, let me let me you with this one if yeah. there was
0: nothing wrong with the lottery it wouldn't be illegal to have them did you know that that it's illegal to do your own lottery, except if you're the government? Well, that's Doesn't because the government fishy? the government wants to keep total control all on all the shit. poor. They want all the scamming to be done by them. Yeah, there's yeah, there's like like at one point you anyone could have a lottery, and it was it was mass chaos. Yeah, there was cats and dogs living together. Cats Gay and people dogs. were having kids. This was what? in like the 1800s. It was chaos. <laughs> railroads were being built god knows where what if bill gates wins the lottery is he a problem then or is he still you've brought bill gates in as a solution in our bonus episode that you can buy on the website for i think 133 right now
1: yeah 133 he, no i i don't think i don't think bill gates would play the lottery i think he won the lottery
0: uh let's say that
1: Uh eh, no. No. <laughs> no let's
0: not all right you want, you want some voicemails <laughs> let's what? hear it, yeah yeah let's see here Fuck you, Dick Masterson. <laughs> oh. Fuck you, you greedy, bigoted asshole. <laughs> bigoted asshole? Stop bigoted. making me use shitty
4: PayPal to buy your shitty bonus episodes or oh. I'm going to fuck your sister. Wow. Sure, right.
0: Jesus. Well, you can use Bitcoin. Right? I mean.
1: Yeah, you can use only, Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Isn't it also on iTunes?
0: It is on iTunes, but yeah. there's a there's a lag where it's over. Uh, on know. iTunes. But go check it on. No, iTunes. the last thing you need is another nephew, too. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> you. Oh, Hot Wheels called in. Do you remember the stripper oh, the that stripper Asterios was talking oh, to yeah, forever? She's a big listener. she called in. Hot Wheels called <laughs> in. Maybe Asterios probably plugged the show to her. <laughs> yeah. Trying to show off like the big shot that he's trying to pretend to be, right? Yeah. I'm on this. Yeah. I'm a co host of this uh-huh. podcast, Hot Wheels. Yeah. Babe, go check it out. Go kind check of- out me busting hot jokes. All this so she called in. Yeah.
4: Hey guys, it's Hot Wheels, the uh, roller skating stripper. Uh, just calling up to clarify that I'm a dude, not a chick. Not sure why Asterios was saying I'm a chick. Uh, oh. He was pretty drunk though, so maybe he didn't know what was going on. But uh, just let him know uh, he owes me a thousand bucks for all the weird shit he made me do. <laughs> all right,
5: thanks a
0: lot. <laughs> Probably plugged that stopper up his ass. Yeah, he uh, wanted to plug uh, Hot Wheels right
1: before he plugged Hot Wheels. You know what I
0: mean? Here's a great here's a great voicemail of failure. A series of them. That I'm oh, gonna please! I at love at Disney. Yeah,
4: Maddox, what the fuck is wrong with you? The fuck is wrong with you? You're oh, talking something. about how Disney <laughs> is whitewashing the fucking moral of the story. Yeah. Uh-huh. What you think they should have a graphic fucking <laughs> knife stabbing foot scene?
1: No, fuck. idiot. No.
4: Um, fuck.
1: You dumb shit. Oh,
0: why he messed that up? You want to hear it? Like, I don't know why he thought he messed that up. You want to hear the second tale? Yeah, let's hear the second tale? Because he said his Man, whole message. What the yeah. fuck is
4: wrong with you? You're <laughs> talking about Disney's whitewashing the fucking moral of the story. Do you make the point? Do you think they're trying to market the kids, okay? Do you think they should be talking about how she feels all this pain and shit, huh? Stop right there. Huh? 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 Think about your. God fucking damn it. <laughs> I don't
0: know why. Uh, I don't know. One more. One oh, more. One idiot. Third time's a charm.
4: <laughs> I just want to say I'm sorry to whoever has to go through these. Alright, <laughs> everyone. next time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, don't write it down. Just. Yeah, quit while moron! Aha! Uh-huh.
1: What a dumb shit! First of all, I already addressed that point in last <laughs> episode. Yeah, okay, but but uh, Pierce Edwards says uh, this is a good point. I forgot to mention this, but uh, I don't know what I take issue with more: hearing more Tim Chang's shit at the beginning of the episode, or hearing mm. Dick and Asterios jerk each other off to Little Mermaid songs at the end. Those songs potentially could have remained
0: in the movie and still retained the hardships of the original. Totally true. Hey um, speaking of Tim Chang's and songs someone oh, said No it, no it's a good one someone said Tim
4: Changs Tim Changs Yeah oh, I'm a DJ. Oh, what up? <laughs> DJ Tim oh, Changs oh, in the house how oh, y'all feeling tonight it's real this is <laughs> <real? laughs> <laughs> <My home boys. laughs> <laughs> I'm a DJ No what no, the fuck is okay, this Okay yeah Okay man I hit your body DJ I hit your what
1: the fuck Okay
0: yeah I love it DJ Tim
4: Chang. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> DJ, yeah man, I hit your bottom. You know, what it's the fuck dude. is okay, this? Okay, yeah. Yo, what up, DJ Tim Chang's in the house. How y'all <laughs> <Okay>. feeling tonight? Why it's real, y'all. I need this money right now. You I know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm a DJ. Okay. Man, yeah. It's not a horn
1: sound effect. <laughs> 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 it's not a horn
4: sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> I hit your bottom, man. I hit your Tim I hit your bottom, man. Yeah.
0: It's for it's real, yo, how do I use GarageBand better? Though. I'm a Tim DJ. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what the hell are you doing? I love that shit. Y'all, I need this <laughs> okay. money right now. Man. Yeah. Man, just
3: start i <laughs> oh, My wow, DJ just, set okay.
4: <gasps> is my <man>. canvas. Yeah. <laughs> Beep, beep, beep. Y'all, I need this money right now. Okay. that enough. Yeah.
1: Right?
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's enough. I'll that post fucking,
1: the whole thing. You know, if I when I come home and I stumble home drunk and the podcast is still playing on loop as yeah. it often is in my apartment, mm-hmm. uh it sa- it would sound exactly like that episode. Like if that episode was playing and I came home stumbled drunk, that's what that sounds like. Oh, you in hysteria. So you really hitting
0: the sauce lately, huh? Yeah. What's going on with you two? I'm just thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> men remaining men. Dick, I, I still... The
1: packages keep coming in, Dick. Oh, I got a couple okay. more packages. Right. Uh, one of them really late from Christmas. This one I know was meant to be uh, sent on Christmas because mm. there is a card attached that has a tree... A tree cut out. It says "Merry Christmas." So oh, that's, it's a Valentine's Day tree. Yeah, Valentine's Day treat. Or he's early for next year. Mm. This is this comes. This hails all the way from Germany, from mm. a listener named Fabian. He says, "Dear Maddox, Merry Christmas to you and the whole podcast crew. I really appreciate your thoughts on depression and self-esteem. I'm looking forward to reading your new book and, of course, seeing you stream more often." Let me know if you like the German chocolates. And he sent some German chocolates. Did he hide any immigrants in them? Nope. I checked. <laughs> no, no. Oh, oh, nice, nice, Dick. Real <laughs> They gotta get rid of him somehow. Yeah. Some some people welcome them, Dick. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says, Let me know if you like the German chocolates. Feel free to share. Best regards, Fabian. And he sent this, he sent his email address. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so so Fabian sent a box of it says uh Neusperbach. Nusburgerbacken. Mm. Cool. Kanusperberk. Okay, so there's <laughs> those are some German. Nailed it. And then we got some chocolate, German ne- chocolates. for hoots. He sent two boxes of these. You guys, looks were welcome like he to ate some one. out of
0: that one. What yeah, the hell? It's the same.
1: It's the same box. So yeah, but
0: why the hell are they missing out of that one? Because I ate them.
1: Oh yeah, there's there's right. two boxes. You're welcome to have that. There oh, you go. thanks. Yeah.
0: Wow, well, thanks, Fabian.
1: Yeah, awesome. Fabian. So I got another package too. Uh, this one is from a guy named Cody. He says, hey, Dick and Maddox, thanks for an awesome show. Hope you can enjoy these games, especially dog football. It's four players. And he sent me with Jerry, yeah, Ri- Jerry Rice and Nitus dog football on the Nintendo
0: Wii. It's like a, it's like Air Bud without the charisma. Yeah. It's <laughs> right? Dog looks like an asshole. Looks like garbage. Uh, thank you. And
1: then, But then he, he also sent us a real game called Lords of the... Fallen Fallen. Lords of the Fallen here. Hmm. I'm looking at the back of this. I've never heard of this game, and it looks like Dark Souls. It looks cool as shit. Was that Tom Selleck on the cover? No. Yeah, yeah, that's Tom
0: Selleck's dad on the
1: (laughs) cover of that game. (laughs) On the cover of uh, this game, there's this dude who looks like a bald Tom Selleck (laughs) with tattoos all over his face, like prison tattoos.
2: His head is cropped, so you can't really see how much hair he has on top, at least from here. Sean, that's a a tiger's hat
1: on him. Yeah, that's a trick bald people do, Sean. I should know.
0: <laughs> but you don't do it very well. Fuck you, Sean! <laughs> you gotta walk around with, like, a permanently affixed crop in front of your head. Yeah. <laughs> like, a sh- like a shoulder harness with a picture frame that just crops out the top of your head. So that'll, people are trying to always look under your thi- under your cropped-out frame. That'll be my Halloween costume, too. Yeah.
1: You know, like, people walk around with, like, tinder borders. <laughs> Mine'll just be a black frame, and it says, not bald. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, inappropriate for you to try to look up my frame. Yeah, nice. yeah. Whoa, 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 hey. Whoa, whoa. What do you buy think me, I am, Hulk Hogan? Uh, buy me dinner first. Yeah. All right, let's get to some problems, Dick. Good, thank God. All right, Dick, I got a real
1: big problem this week. Uh, this may be the biggest problem I've ever brought into the show. I have so much to cover, so much ground to cover. It's not the biggest problem in the universe, in my opinion. Oh. But so-so. it is a very big problem, and it is...
2: Affluenza.
0: Okay. Affluenza. You're going to have to define it.
2: I got to run back to my car and get my (laughs) soapbox.
0: You know, fuck you. (laughs) That's two in a row, Sean. (laughs) Wow, you're really on a tear. Be nice. You had me for a second. I thought you really had to go outside or something. Give me your shoe. I want to cut your shoe. (gasps)
2: Why?
1: It's your dick.
2: My I shoe? don't know. That's that's random.
1: Yeah, I know. I just want
0: to cut a, an article of your clothing. Anyway. Wow. Is that like a cultural thing?
2: No. Cutting <laughs> shoes? Do
0: you like, like he's gonna hunt Armenians a bomb like they cut they cut your shoe? No. It's <laughs> if they're
1: angry at you. I just looked over to Sean and the literally the only thing I can see because he's buried in equipment are his shoes. I'm like, I'm uh, gonna cut his shoes. Okay.
2: Yeah. Fair enough.
1: Affluenza, yeah. what is Affluenza, that? Dick. So when I when I looked up this term, because I've I've heard of it a lot in the news with regards to a specific case, and I'll get to that in a moment, but yeah. uh, I looked it up just to be sure where this term came from. According to Time magazine, it was originally coined in 1954. However, a PBS documentary in 1997 came out with that same name called Affluenza. And back in 1997, this is what it meant. It was originally a term used to criticize excess consumerism. Uh, PBS released that documentary that I mentioned in which it talked about how too much consumption leads to stress and unhappiness in our lives. Mm. It's from this uh, PBS documentary. Um, It says the percentage of Americans calling themselves very happy reached its highest point in 1957 and has remained fairly stable Hmm. or declined ever since. Even though we consumed twice as much as we did in the 1950s, people were just as happy when they had less. So this is uh, this is all a minute, from the wait documentary. A they
0: consume twice as much now? Yeah. Like twice as many things are bought? At least. Oh. That ain't that's that's total overall consumption. That's
1: yeah. uh the consumer goods, houses, cars, all those things. Those oh, are cars, man. Those are durable and non-durable items. We just consume a lot more. We consume over twice as much. A typical th- this is again from this uh documentary. I'll link to it on the website. Guys, all these, uh, all these videos and things I'm going to talk about this episode, I'm going to link to on the website. A typical three-car garage today is comparable to the average home in the 1950s or about 900 square feet. So we use that same amount of space today just to park our cars that people used
0: to just live in in the 1950s. should be bigger. I want to park my car in a car and then park it in a garage. Buddy, you want to drive you know? me back. Yeah, I want them. Yeah, sure. those things are
1: t- huge.
0: Have you have you ever seen
1: Maybach? May- Maybach, yeah, Maybach. Yeah,
0: they're very expensive, though. Very expensive. Yeah, I, I just want size. Yeah. I want like Optimus Prime. I want to park my car in the semi and then have the semi park in a hangar. Yeah, that's the future. Yeah, well, there you go.
1: And then you can drive slow as shit. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was possible for you to drive any slower, but driving a diesel carrying a car into a hangar, I think you'd you'd finally top yourself, Dick. Americans carry $1 billion in personal debt, not including real estate and mortgages. In 1996, more Americans declared bankruptcy than graduated from college. Hmm. Sounds about right. More people declared bankruptcy than graduated from college in 1996. Since 1950, Americans alone have used more resources than everyone who ever lived before them. (laughs) Think about that. That is an astonishing stat. That's the combined third world population of everyone. That's Including the Romans at the height of the Roman Empire. Yeah, well, they didn't have big machines. No, but they, they still, I mean, that was a huge empire. Yeah, they took over all,
0: pretty much all of Europe. They would have done it if they had our stuff. They would have consumed a lot. Don't, don't, don't give them credit. They, they could have consumed a lot of stuff in their orgy domes and gladiator games. I don't know, man. People, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know
1: what they would have done. We well, let's not speculate as to okay. The- that's true. <laughs> let's let's get an expert in here. Let's just use a really weird stat.
0: Yeah, that is kind of kind of bizarre.
1: No, it's it's saying that we consume Americans consume more resources than everyone who
0: ever lived before them since yeah, but 1950. We can, but we like have more power generation capabilities. Yeah. So, it seems like that would always increase as the power consumption goes off. Like, if you want space travel to be a thing, people jumping around the galaxy is going to make our energy consumption look like a blip on the radar. Well, sure. Yeah. So,
1: it seems natural. Um, but consumption does sometimes go down, too, because with the advent of new technology. For example, email. And uh, email, I think, has cut down on a lot of paper, paper mail being sent. Like, the, yeah. the U.S. post office has complained for years that people don't send as much traditional mail. Uh, and that's due in large part to technology. Sure. Um says here, of the Americans who voluntarily cut back their consumption, 86% reported feeling happier as a result. Mm. That's also an astonishing statistic. So they had they did an experiment uh, in this documentary they talked about. And by the way, the documentary is very dated. The one that's on YouTube is from nineteen ninety-seven and it feels very nineteen ninety-seven because their research and their stock photos come from ni- the nineteen eighties. Oh, okay. So you're going you're having all these like computers that are big square, boxy. Computers, a lot of denim on denim uh, um, So that's
0: what affluenza originally meant An excess of consumerism An excess of consumerism And how it's driving happiness down Because right. everyone hates it They're in a rat race Watch Fight Club That's what we need to do We need to live, have strips of leather That's our clothing We have one set of clothing our whole lives <laughs> We don't have a car We have a bicycle We ride two bicycles at the same time in tandem To pretend like it's a car Right? No. <laughs> that sounds like an extreme. That sounds like an
1: extreme. I think that, that uh, the truth is usually somewhere in the middle. Um, so I looked into this a little bit more because the definition of affluenza has changed over time. This is no longer what people refer to necessarily with affluenza. I brought this in just to give you guys some, some background, some context. Okay. Right? There's this documentary that came out uh, on NewsHour a while back. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure, it wasn't a documentary. it was just a segment I think they had on NewsHour, but it said affluent people are more likely to break the law, more entitled to public resources, and more likely to cheat at games. This leads to my problem of affluenza in a moment, but this is from NewsHour, so I want to give you some context for this So uh, not, for this wait, now, wait, it's about rich people? It's not about all rich people, but I this mean, is an interesting study. People. I'm talking specifically about affluenza, and affluenza is a very specific condition that affects certain rich people. But here's, mm. here's just to give you Some background into the psychology. This is from PBS NewsHour. Listen to this. This is about drivers.
6: You're supposed to stop for a pedestrian at a crosswalk. And in a recent study, some 90% of drivers did, except for those driving luxury cars. They were
3: almost as likely to run the intersection as wait for the person to cross the street. Drivers of those BMWs, those Porsches, those Mercedes, were anywhere from three to four times more likely to break the law than drivers oh. of less expensive, low-status cars. What
1: do you think of that, Dick? Did the pedestrian get hit? No, they had people who were waiting to cross, and they just counted the number of times that cars stopped for them versus cars that didn't. And I the think, cars that didn't were overwhelmingly luxury vehicles.
2: I think German cars are the problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. German all, cars. South
0: Fabian, it's all his fault. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't. They I didn't don't find, really know about the research, the hit piece research of a local news organization. Like the not, law is you not. can't go into the crosswalk if there's somebody in it, which everybody does all the time. Dick, so uh, I, it, yeah, I guess they broke the law.
1: Now, empirically, uh, I found that to be the case too. When I'm walking around, after I heard this study, I started mm-hmm. paying attention to the types of cars who stopped for me and the ones who didn't. And overwhelmingly, I have found, and this is, this is true in this study too, they found that BMW drivers specifically are the worst offenders bmw drivers feel the most entitled <laughs> they're the
0: most entitled find another correlation other than wealth in this instance yeah,
2: what kind of sample size could this possibly and, be
0: just because you have a quote luxury car especially bmw doesn't mean you're necessarily affluent like the the definition of affluenza and as it is in it isn't a Excessive consumerism means that people spend way beyond their means. Like people are driving right. cars around that they have no business owning.
1: Yeah, you guys, you know, you I mean, you might you might you might be right. You might be onto something. Those are all valid points. Uh, well, but they did a study where they give rich people in a waiting room candy that was meant for children, and another study where they were playing well, a game for a fifty dollars cash prize. Wealthy people took more candy and were way more likely to cheat. Yeah, good. It's a bunch of
2: Montgomery Burns. Yeah.
1: Listen, listen to this.
2: Listen to this.
3: Wealthier participants took two times as much candy from children as did poor participants.
2: Another experiment tested
3: honesty in reporting dice scores Uh. when cash was on the line. People all the way at the top who made $150,000, $200,000 a year were actually cheating four times as much as someone all the way at the bottom who made under $15,000 a year just to win credits for a $50 cash prize.
0: Sounds like we figured out the mystery of the poor—that they don't cheat enough. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if there's money on the line, why the fuck are you telling the truth about the dice you rolled? Fifty bucks? Don't even give me dice. I rolled all sixes. How many six? Sh- how many sixes do I need to win to fifty bucks? Uh, that's how many I rolled. Yahtzee. I'll call it all day long. Like, what kind of a moron do you have to be to sit in a controlled environment where where you can win $50 from some stupid scientist and not just tell him what he wants to hear? Who are you serving? What master are you serving? Stay poor. Dick, you don't believe in ethics, you
1: don't believe in the ethics the, the of the dice honor games? Oh, no, the no. honor code. No, are you fucking insane? <laughs> do
2: you
0: know who you're talking to?
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I do. You,
0: are, are you new to the show? Yeah. Why would you do it? Would you sit there? You're in an empty room. It's just you. You can fill out a form of what number you rolled on that die. And that determines how much money some stupid grad student in a lab coat hands you when you walk out the door. You're going to write down three when six gives you 50 bucks? That's fucking retarded.
1: I mean, well, if you believe that, Dick, then what's stopping you from just robbing a bank? What's stopping you from being being in a jewelry store... Looking at a watch, a nice expensive three thousand dollar mm, watch, yeah. and when the teller turns his back, just swiping it. What's stopping you from from taking a, a handful of candy from a liquor store when the when the uh, clerk turns around? What's stopping you from stealing anything at that point? Science. Yes, the,
0: yeah, so the risk to reward is not under my threshold in, so, the, in the matter of the jewelry store.
1: So unless there is some punitive consequence, you're telling me that you would break every law.
0: No, that's not what I said at all. What
1: laws would you break without without a punitive consequence? What do you mean? A list them. Well, what do you think? Because clearly, stealing is not an issue for you.
0: Um, no, I steal shit with that paper with that plastic bag ban all the time. I right, okay. fuck you, fuck you. I have to pay ten cents for this bag. You could easily pay the ten cents. Uh, this uh, this butter is falling into the bag. Go right. fuck
1: yourself. I agree. I agree with that actually, because they are ripping us off. Yeah. That's so what do you mean? List off. all the laws. Like, well, I, I, no, but stealing in general, you don't have a problem with stealing in general.
0: I don't know how you could, how someone could answer that.
1: It's just, I'm just asking. It's illegal. Would you steal? Would you steal more? Op- like, I'm, I'm trying to get. To would the I download a car? Absolutely. Because I say I pirate shit all the time. Okay. I don't care. Okay. Without a punitive response consequence, would you steal or not? Because that's what this you're saying. The study that rich people are three or four times more likely to cheat at this game to win fifty dollars. People, people who make over two people who make over two hundred thousand dollars. Right. I'm, I'm not oh, talking about
0: illegal. I'm talking about right or wrong. We're talking about ethics here. No. Uh, then then it's a conversation that I cannot have All because right. I don't understand. I don't understand even the conceit of ethics. Okay. It's either it either fits your tolerance of risk versus reward or it doesn't. All Especially right. at at some point, um, even the nature of the business you're doing becomes a gray area. Like, what do you mean? Mm. I, I don't want to sidetrack the whole conversation. Okay. What? So
1: uh, this goes on here, and and this guy who made this study was criticized as being a liberal. Sure. Because that's the first thing. Because people, because uh, you know, people st- people tend to think of rich people as conservative and middle class people as being more liberal or or poor people as being more liberal. Definitely that's poor. not that's not the case at all. Um, li- being liberal or conservative, uh, uh, surprisingly, actually not so surprisingly, if you think about it, it, has more to do with where you live because people who live in rural areas like in Montana, uh, where the population of the entire state is what uh, like under a couple million, versus people who live in highly concentrated areas like Los Angeles or New York or Chicago, or Stockholm they tend to be more liberal because as you have more spaces that are common use that are that the public has to use people tend to favor legislation that defines the rules of conduct on how and when people use those spaces and that's why people tend to think well you know big cities are liberal it's not because they necessarily have something inherently liberal about them it's that they need those laws and regulations to define the rules of conduct for common use, for things that are common use like public areas, versus conservative areas like Montana, uh, people are more self reliant. They don't have as much common use. They don't. They, mm-hmm. Your next closest neighbor might be twenty minutes away, so you don't need the government to come in and tell you what to do and when to do it. That's why. That's why there's liberal and conservative. So it's kind of surprising that this that they accuse this guy of being liberal. Here's what he said. So,
6: experimental evidence that rich people are more likely to break the law while driving, help themselves to candy meant for children, cheat in a game of chance, also to lie during negotiations, and endorse unethical behavior, including stealing at work. We publish these studies in relatively obscure scientific journals, and literally the next day we're getting hundreds of emails from around the world been a lot
3: quite hostile i've gotten uh, a lot of vitriol and hate mail from people calling me out for junk science and having a liberal agenda hey but wait didn't those who complained have a point that the research was done at a famously some might say
6: infamously liberal university
3: i regularly hear the berkeley idiot oh, scientist boy. who's finding what they expect to find our findings apply to both liberals and conservatives. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're wealthy, you're more likely to show these patterns of results.
6: Results consistent across 30 studies he's run on thousands of people all over the United States.
1: 30 different studies on thousands of people all across the United States found the
0: same consistent
1: results regardless of political affiliation.
0: Yeah, you're you're saying it, but I think you failed to convince me that these results are in any way bad. Uh, they're Whether, taking candy I, I men for kids. I, How much candy do these kids need? I mean, I don't like, know. The kids are probably assholes. I'll take the whole bowl. Sure. I mean, sure, but but the other things like lying during negotiations,
4: That's being more an likely incredible to steal. Skill.
0: You should lie at ev- if you walk into a negotiation, you need to have ev- you need to have in your mind that you think you have a better offer from somewhere else. Like this is this is this is stuff that rich people know from their upbringing. This is why they stay rich because they understand things. You're negotiating. It's hundred percent about bluffs. What the fuck? You, there's no best price of anything. It's what you're comfortable walking away from.
1: Well, let me ask you this, Dick. Do you think that it's
0: good or bad? I don't. What the fuck does that even you mean? You can't answer that good question. Or bad? Look, <laughs> you can't if answer that question. If you're poor, if you're poor, these are the reasons why you're poor. If you're poor, you need to look at the behavior of these rich people and realize that everything in the world is a scarce resource. And rich people know how to compete for it better than you. That applies to every single part of their thinking, whether they're taking candy from kids or lying about a dice game to make $50. This is what you should be paying attention to if you're poor and you want to get ahead. Whether it's good, that would be good for you. You will improve your life if you adopt these strategies, it's it's bad for these dumb shits giving out $50, I guess. It's bad for these imaginary kids who are not getting their fucking candy for free. Dick, if
1: first of all, if more people, I'm not saying if everybody, because that's a slippery slope argument, because I don't think everyone would ever do this. But I'm saying if more people, like even the majority of people cheated at jobs and they cheated when it came to stealing and they cheated when it came to ethics, and, and they just grabbed as much as they could
0: you realize that would be pure chaos. They are doing it non-stop. No, they're not. They the are majority of ex- people, how many are people are people not are dick. listening to this podcast at work right now. The majority, That's that, no, it's
1: not. Not they're stealing ceiling. time. Depends on your job. Paid for it. Depends on your job. If you're an illustrator, if you're somebody who does a creative task, if you're somebody who who models, does 3D modeling, or texturing, or painting, or whatever it is, mm. or sometimes you don't have to have that cognitive part of your brain occupied by your task at hand because you can listen to a podcast and still work and
2: drive. That is how you get shitty Sonic the Hedgehogs. <laughs> Fuck you, Sean. <laughs> Like being <laughs> distracted when you're using yeah. a 3D you yeah. cut your other shoe
1: though. too <laughs> so dick if I need everybody anyway. the majority of people do not cheat the majority of people are not rich the majority of people if they stole no and they cheated and they just grabbed for themselves you realize that that is not only unethical but it is also counterproductive to the evolution of society they have found that even in species of fruit bats that altruistic behavior increases the chances of the entire species surviving longer. You found, they found this but to be the, the case. Species. This found, why, Dick? Why? Why, why, does it why matter? do you hate everything and everyone so much? I don't hate everyone and everything. I just don't care about the species. Like what? You wouldn't be alive today if someone earlier some some society collectively uh, didn't make these altruistic decisions false. deciding false. not to totally not false. to steal, not to cheat. Dick, we all agree I'm on I'm not the man rules. to defend it, but economics is based on me, as
0: being as selfish as possible. Let me finish what do you this think point. Is false?
1: Well, let me, no, that's not true. That's absolutely not true. Good. Let me finish this point. If we didn't all agree upon a certain set of rules of conduct that we all abide by, Even if it's just the honor system, because at some point, Dick, honor has currency. And you know it does. No. You know it fucking does. You have your own honor system. You totally do. And it's expensive.
0: You're paying for
1: it. Okay. It's an ego thing. You just said no, and now you're saying yes. Make up your mind. You have an honor system, and everyone in society does. And if we we don't agree by certain rules of conduct that we all play by, then everything falls apart. What can you rely on if you don't have
0: rules? So what are you saying? No stealing candy from kids. What is your? More, where <laughs> is, that is that? What your, you took away from I mean, that? Yeah, <laughs> don't do don't do these things. I got I mean, it. I mean, I've read the, I've heard of the Bible. It's not just the Bible, Dick. Don't this kill this, this,
1: this. They even found this. They even found this to be the case in fruit bats. So and rich found-
0: people are worse than fruit bats. I got it. What's next that's on the anti-rich not, people? It's an expensive soapbox. That's all I'm saying. That's treat, you, treat not yourself. my point. Treat that's yourself. not my point. Be a little more aggressive. Well, this
1: leads me to the the modern definition of affluenza, which uh, leads me to a guy named Ethan Couch. Uh-huh. He's a teenager who killed four people while drunk driving. This guy had very rich parents, and uh, his his dad his dad owned a sheet metal business in Texas. Um, they have a huge sprawling mansion It's Texas though yeah but it's i mean it, th- this this thing is, they is weren't that pretty rich. is pretty dick i look like that I'm just rich, saying. relative to what dick in texas look you can be uh you can take a middle class person in la and plop them down in the middle of utah or wisconsin and they look rich. sure but right. that, like he's rich obviously okay. in texas All right. right it doesn't matter like he's not rich in new york it's it's irrelevant he's this is a very rich family they had Money, because here's the thing, Dick. Just because their business might be valued at a certain thing doesn't mean they don't have investments or inheritance or maybe they also struck the lottery or something else. They're very rich. Right. They had multiple huge mansions in Texas. This kid, uh, when he was 13 years old, or no, I think uh, at the time he was like 14 or 15 years old, he was drinking. Very young. Yeah. He was drinking in a house, in one of their houses, that he was supposed to be cleaning up, and he had a bunch of his friends over. He was showing off. Uh, one of them wanted to go to a convenience store, so he hopped in his pickup truck. And his friends told him not to. They said, uh, "Dude, you're way too drunk. Don't do this." Uh, and he's like, Gotta he, them he "Got to prove him wrong." We've all been there. He got he got angry. <laughs> he got angry at uh, at his friends and insisted on going down to the convenience store. Uh, so he hopped in the car along with eight other people. There was um there was I think five in the in the cabin.
0: Were you the prosecuting attorney at his trial? No, it feels d- like a closing statement, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I mean, he was already convicted. Uh, no, well, I'll get to that. But five
1: people in the cabin, uh, in the cab, and then two people in the back, in the in the flatbed. Mm-hmm. He was playing chicken with oncoming cars. Yeah. Huh? What? Back
0: to the Future uh, to- taught us that lesson. He should have watched that. Yeah. Don't play chicken. Yeah, with needles. Well, or drunk. <laughs> Drunk drive. Yeah, but Um, they didn't teach that lesson in Back to the Future.
1: They taught no chicken. So he was coming around a bend. There happened to be a car pulled over on the side of the road. It wasn't even around the bend. He lost control because he fishtailed trying to avoid some car that didn't swerve. Um, He fishtailed, was in part of the ditch, and there was a car that had pulled over earlier because they had a flat tire, and the woman outside was uh, looking for some help. So Mm -hmm. the residents inside this house there's this house that she pulled over in front of, where it was a guy, his wife, and his daughter. His wife and his daughter ran outside to help this poor woman, and then during that time, uh, another car pulled over to help them out too. Uh, a pastor, a youth pastor. He told uh, he told this kid that was with him, uh, stay in the car. Let me go check on this real quick. So four people standing outside trying to help this this lady with her flat tire, and along comes this idiot barreling down the highway. And slams into all four of them, killing them. Dead. Killing them. And then the car flipped over, the truck flipped over. All said, 14 people were injured. 14 people were involved in this accident. Nine of them injured. Four Mm -hmm. of them dead. And then when the judge... Gotta hang him, right? He got hanged for that. You would think. No. but the judge no, wait really. that's
2: only 13
0: people you accounted for what the driver the, the driver he was fine no. he was fine oh, okay the driver also I mean, he, he walked away i think he talked to one of the victims he did. Of his parents as he left he did he walked away He yeah, walked away drunk
1: he's 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 uh snuck out of the vehicle and walked away and he came up to some of the victims who were still alive he and he told them he said hey listen remember my name my parents will take care of this they'll get you out of this <laughs> yeah are they necromancers <laughs> You would think. I don't know. No, they're, Money just, they're does just rich. So far, Dick. they're just rich. Yeah. Um. He said, "My parents will take care of this." Mm-hmm. So his parents did. They hired the best lawyers they could, uh, and these lawyers they hired also had this doctor, and the doctor diagnosed this kid with affluenza. He sure, says that, that good. He says that his um his upbringing as a rich person, uh, with rich parents, mm-hmm. sheltered him from morality and ethics and the rules of conduct and any kind of you know repercussions or consequences and he argued that in court and the judge gave this kid a slap on the wrist didn't give him any jail time yeah give him like some community service no
0: no 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 you're mischaracterizing don't you see that well in poor poor people of course you do let's let's go over let's go over the facts here because i'm very familiar with this case um let's start Let's start with the, the judge's slap on the wrist. Ten years probation, right? Yeah. She said that she did not consider the affluenza defense as valid. Like, I get, I get that it's great outrage porn, and it's something forever. And it obviously is stupid. But this is a—the defense attorneys do anything to get their client off. Like, that's their job. And, and like, that's the entire purpose of it. They're, they'll bring in experts. It's a Twinkie defense. Uh, he's, he's too rich to know what he did wrong. Um, he's a teenager who was drunk, right? Th- this is the defense, but the judge said explicitly she did not consider the affluenza defense as valid in any way. So th- just, just so we know, like, just so we're clear on that. Cause it was, the outrage, st- uh, porn storm on this was like a Fujiwara 5, right? Everybody was losing their minds about affluenza and rich people getting off. But she did say that explicitly. Then she also went on to say... He's a teenager. He clearly, clearly needs therapy. So her her intention was—and now this is—now, Judge, obviously she can make a mistake, and I'm not saying I agree with this. But her intention was to get this child, child who did something atrocious while being drunk, which is why we don't let kids drink in the first place, right? Like, that's 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 kind of an important—as someone who's very familiar with behaving like an asshole— while drinking, I can say that as a child, in, in no in no way can you handle being that drunk, especially around your friends, and especially when he's already dealing with so much parental neglect. That was that was her intention to get him therapy that his rich parents could afford. She'd done it before in the past, where she tried to get people there. Now, now you can make the argument that it was also racist, which may very well be because Wait, a similar why, why? thing happened to a black kid okay. before right but she sent him to um I think prison right because of that I don't know if she gave she even gave him the option no that's true not that he he wouldn't have had the option right because his parents couldn't afford it but you've got you've got a lot of things coming together in this trial I think it's a shame that what people got out of it was this affluenza idea when that that's the entire point of a defense attorney like of course they're gonna go for that the f- those are the facts she that's what she was trying to do completely outside of affluenza now now it backfired let's let's start with it backfired let's start with it didn't fucking work because the mom tried to take the kid to mexico they got arrested trying to escape to mexico like three weeks ago did you right. know that yeah that's why oh, i brought my this fucking in yeah. god yeah yeah he just got caught this is from yahoo
1: news um he just got caught He's recently back in headlines because he got arrested trying to flee in Mexico. Couch and his mother, Tanya, were arrested in Mexico last month following a more than two-week manhunt. His mother was deported to the United States last month.
0: And it's horrible. What, and, and this is all happening to a kid, Dick, like a this teenager. Ju- no, but you are you are totally giving this kid
1: a free pass because he's supposedly a kid. They try teenagers under the age of 18 as adults all the fucking time. And this judge did the exact same thing to a black kid. Why the double standard? Well, Why is this just piece explained? Of shit? It. And and her and his parents, this kid's parents mm-hmm. were put under oath. And they asked him a series of questions like where did this where did this kid get this idea that he can live his life with impunity? And here's what his dad said. Here's here's some interviews well, again, he from was very here's, drunk. Here's his dad's philosophy. It's not just being drunk, dick. Even even outside of being drunk, he has he has a history of behaving like this. entitled yeah. shithead.
0: Look, let me, Listen, let me let let, start no. Hold look, on, let me start first. You want to throw a kid
1: in prison? I don't care. Okay, do it. Here's here's the clip. Here's the clip that sets up this kid's mentality based on mm-hmm. what his what his parents taught him.
6: Did you teach Ethan that wealth bought privilege? I don't believe I ever intentionally
4: tried to teach him that. Of course, it did does. you
6: teach Ethan that indeed because your family was wealthy that the rules didn't apply to you?
4: Never.
0: Okay, so that's what yeah. his dad says. Never, idiot. But the first one's true. Wouldn't you say that wealth's, wealth buys privilege? That's the, like, that's one of, th- they're one in the same. It can, but you don't necessarily have to teach your kids that. You but don't have do to you teach your
1: kids that just because you're wealthy, you can have excess privilege. And and what he's talking about isn't just privilege in general, Dick. He's talking about privilege outside of the norm, outside of what you would
0: expect. Yeah, but if you go ahead, sorry. You can teach your children humility. Well, yeah, but, I mean, let's not tell kids that they're stupid, like, Part of the reason that this is so outrageous is because of the awful defense that poor people get in court. Like, simply looking at going to court, wealthy people are going to have massive amounts of privilege. Like, if poor people got the same privilege okay. of a proper defense in court that they they wouldn't go to jail dick
1: i'll cd that point no big deal oh. whatever if you can you can teach your kids that uh yeah you're rich so you have more privilege but the, the other part of it is about being impugned about no. having it, about having impunity right. to rules and laws and his sure. dad his dad denied it but here's here's what here's mm. here's a couple of things that happened this is from uh yeah listen to this check this out
0: and get a load of what he allegedly said during a
1: 1990
2: stop for, you got it, a DUI. Huh?
6: Did you tell the arresting officer I make more in a day than you make in a year? <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. His parents happily handing over the keys of their trucks to their 13-year-old, something that, at the time, caught the attention of one of Ethan's teachers. And what did she say?
5: Mrs. Anderson said he's not allowed to drive to school.
1: And what was Fred's response?
6: Something Fuck to you. the
5: effect that I'll buy the school or something along <laughs> that line. <laughs> and
1: gonna... he... Now listen to this thing. Listen to the end of this clip, okay?
0: Hold on, listen to this. Yeah.
1: And when he didn't uh... buy the school, he pulled Ethan
6: out of the school. Yes, he did.
0: Yeah. After that, Ethan's parents opted for
1: homeschooling. <laughs> 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 oh, what a fucking asshole, idiot, yeah. shithead. These are the type of people... Who uh, you know? They pull their kid That's out rich of school. People. So first, look at the lessons. So that fuck this judge and fuck you for defending her or him in any Patrick, capacity. I'm just telling you what no, happened. Fuck this judge because she knew this. This mm. is not. This is a public record. Okay, that that her parents. Why would you give the, these parents who raised this delinquent shithead the benefit of doubt that they would get this kid the therapy he needs? And by the way, the therapy that he supposedly needs, they put him in a fucking
2: resort in Malibu for a week yeah. after the court case, yeah. uh, the, where he got pampered and massaged. But, but as a judge, are you allowed to bring past transgressions? You're allowed Your parents' like you're, transgressions,
0: of course not. You're allowed it's, to. You just have to
2: deal with the facts of the case, yeah. right, Sean? You're allowed to assess
1: the flight risk and her justification for giving this kid 10 years probation to slap on the. Wrist was because um he, he was supposed to get therapy and he needed help. Poor kid, oh poor fucking victim. If, if by the way, if he needs therapy and if he needs help, what does he need help from? But Affluenza. He had, never, he
2: had never run before. Well, There's the flight risk. Yeah. But his. But she I knows. The, I know he
1: had the potential to. It's not just money. that, uh, uh, Sean. She knows the justification for this. Right is that his parents allegedly would take care of this kid, make sure he got the therapy they needed. They have a track record. Of abusing their power, abusing their wealth, abusing
2: the laws of the land, and he killed four people. Yes. Again, I don't think she can bring in that past stuff about the dad saying you can buy your, I'll buy the school, all that kind of stuff yeah. but in this case. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. No. But I don't think that you can. But I'll tell you, like, another thing um, – I believe that rich people probably feel a little more entitled as far as, you know, like the driver's study. Yeah, it's like, no, no, I don't have to stop for this guy. No, 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 I can I can buy this. I pay your salary, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But a guy like Warren Buffett is so much wealthier than this guy, it isn't funny. I mean, again, like Dick yeah. said, as far as like his company's uh, sales. The sheet metal it's, company. It's, it's under $10 million a year. Yeah. That sounds like a lot. That ain't shit.
0: I know. He's I probably know, barely in yeah. the 1%. That
2: ain't shit.
1: Look, I I, I understand, Sean. There's look. That's why I brought in affluenza specifically, and not rich people, because I don't think that that all rich people are like this. I know I Mm -hmm. have a lot of people. I have a lot of friends who are wealthy and well off some of them are shitheads and some of them are great
2: i think these people's i think this guy's parents are terrible horrible, horrible and he obviously. learned either from direct statement or more importantly example because you don't have to tell a kid things they can watch how you behave and that definitely imprints on them mm-hmm. you know a counterpoint guy like uh, warren buffett um he says his kids are not getting much and they have to work and they will always have to work Right, and that's what he says, right. and yeah, people take him at face value. He's of supposed course. to be a pretty genuine guy, right? And, and he's he's one of he the good like ones. He seems like it. He seems yeah. like it. Yeah, he seems like one of the good. Same with uh, same
1: with Bill Gates too. Um, there there it's, there are rich people who don't behave in this outlandish, monstrous behavior. I think you've got that reversed.
0: There are rich people who behave in this outlandish, monstrous way, just no. like there are poor people. What it's the mean, majo- no. It's the majority, the majority they found. The majority of rich people are like this. See, found, that's when you get crazy, No, man. but that's what the studies say,
1: Dick. Look no, into this. No, the studies
0: say cheating on a dice game. It's not just
1: that. They're more likely to lie in negotiations. That's a good, steal, again, that's condone, a good thing. Condone unethical. I, it's not. It's literally not. The definition well, of the largely don't accepted. Don't do your own
0: negotiations
1: then. The largely accepted lying, lying d- during a negotiation, uh, I think you are conflating that with, Making a good case for yourself. You can can make a good case for yourself, (laughs) but if you outright lie, like say, hey, Uh, uh, buy this car and the car is a lemon and you try to sell that car, that's that's lying during a negotiation. That's that's not that's not making a good case.
2: Right. Well, that's 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 a a lot different than a lie. Here's something that goes to your point, and it's that when people get in real trouble where there might be, you know, jail time involved, I think people in general will take whatever outs. They can, of course, and, and that money. It's like if I can throw money at the problem and make it go away, I'm going to. So, as potential consequences get more severe, they're going to do that, which means things like lying, bribery, stuff like that. And it's just because they have the means to do it. So right. that I guess that makes them less ethical people in that respect. Um, it's not always it's
1: not always the case, Sean. Sometimes, no, I, I sometimes didn't wealthy, say always. right, right, right. Um, but I have two more cases here. So this uh, affluence is the problem, and it's not just this kid. This kid. Ethan Couch, um, is the one that pop that this phrase became popular with. Yeah, it's, but there's uh, two more. Two everyone more. Everyone
0: will get pissed off about it. We right, the news.
1: But it's it because it is outrageous.
0: What well, happened? Yeah, but it's a defense attorney. I mean, it didn't have any impact on the judge's decision. She says it, it, it in her it, own words. I it don't know it how you can it get it more. Clear. Did
1: it? Did, it clearly did. Why says, did she believe? Why did she believe? Look, I'm not a fucking idiot. If I was, like, just knowing it. what I know, yeah knowing what I know about this case and knowing what I know about her, this, this shithead's parents. Like, first of all, if you end up in my courtroom because your son, due to lack of supervision, got drunk and killed four people, mm-hmm. I know something about you as a parent and that you're a fucking idiot and you're delinquent and you raised your child delinquently and, and neglectfully. Or, and that Bad may or parents. may not be
2: due to money. That may
1: and or may it, not it, be due to money. Money's irrelevant at this point, Sean. All I'm just saying, the, the the facts of this case is... Yeah, this kid ended up in her courtroom for killing four people. So I know all I
2: need to know about your parenting ability. So if they're rich, it's called affluenza. If they're poor, it's called entitlement. <laughs> no, it's the rich. I mean, yeah. the, the, affluenza the same entitled. No, no,
1: r- affluenza is entitlement. Poor, I know, poorness but... poorness is uh, has more to do, Sean. A lot of times with depression and lack of means and and
2: being uh, desperate and suicidal no, and I'm, frustrated. But I'm saying when poor people do the same thing, it's called something can, else. It's always yeah, it's called something else. And you hear that and sometimes, go to too where It's like my kid has never done anything. He wasn't in trouble. He was blah 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 blah. Victim of the system. And they just, yeah, exactly. Victim so of the you, system. You hear that
1: too. Right, mm. well, rich people get far more impunity in, in society When they get in trouble
7: Totally agree. Here's two more yes. cases, real Of course
1: quick. This is from uh, the Bill Maher show, listen to
7: this oh. This is the I, youngest I don't know if I can heir to the to this. Hilton Hotel fortune Paris Hilton's brother, Conrad Hughes' fuckface Hilton the <laughs> third who, no, um, who last year was on a flight from London when he, get this tried to smoke pot and cigarettes up to 20 times in the bathroom, disabled the smoke detector, physically fought with the flight crew, and then uh. told them, I could get you all fired in five minutes, I know your boss. <laughs> and when told he was upsetting the other passengers, said, I will own fucking anyone on this flight, they are yeah. fucking peasants. And when the crew finally had to physically restrain him, he said, my father... We'll pay this out. He's done it before.
4: Oh, What about poor
7: Kylie Jenner? When she turned 16, she got a $125,000 Mercedes and crashed it into some other motorists who didn't understand she was in a hurry. And here she is this week, a month after her father's deadly accident, texting while driving.
1: Pieces of shit. Pieces of shit. Just mm-hmm. entitled... Rich people who have a, this, this affluenza because these people have the exact same upbringing where they are taught that they can act with impunity, the laws don't apply to them, and they're entitled to everything, even other people's lives. Mm-hmm. How is that a libertarian principle? Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness? They're taking what people's talking lives. What are
0: about li- libertarian? Because it mean? has
1: to do with freedom. It has to do with liberty. They are literally taking other people's rights. Yeah. Um, they're committing crimes. Yeah. And and the only reason they're crimes, Dick, is because we as a society have all agreed upon a basic fabric of ethics. We've all decided this thing that we do is wrong or right. There's no other reason we can or can't do anything in society other than we collectively have agreed that some behavior is bad and frowned upon and we shouldn't do it.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone's debating that um, it should be legal for these people to have murdered the victims of this car crash.
1: Well Is that what you think we're saying? You earlier said that you should steal and cheat.
0: So do you think I think that if you're rich you should just drive on the sidewalk like Grand Theft Auto? I don't know what Is you think, what you- Dick. I asked oh, you. So you're saying, you don't know. Maybe I do think that. Well, Maybe I, asked you I do earlier- think rich people should be able to drive on the sidewalk. That's what you're fucking saying? I, okay. I asked you earlier. <laughs> that Dick. sounds reasonable. Okay.
1: What else? I asked you earlier. What specifically? What laws do you think you you should specifically be able to break?
0: I mean, or the law book's ones? pretty big. Yeah, obviously, okay. I think you should be able. Obviously, I don't care about smoking weed. But um, do you, to you, it's like it's a cost versus risk, right? Or, yeah, I don't me, think I'm going to get popped smoking weed in my apartment. Okay, um, I'm willing to break that law. What what other ones you got? The law. There's a lot of laws sure, out there. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, Dick, my problem here today is but you got more. What? I mean, you asked me what I, I do I'm and I'm going to go through the in. entire law book. Well, why'd you ask me which ones that I think you Because you're okay break? with stealing. I don't know. Oh, I'm okay with it. It happens. What do See, you want? It doesn't want? just happen. It's not something that
1: happens to you. People it's not like are the doing it. People it's are not, doing it all he's day, He's a victim every day. of the system. He's
0: a victim yeah. of yeah, <laughs> uh, the this, this stolen thing just I've, ended up in my I've pocket. i stolen lots of things. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I clearly, by my behavior, I do it. I don't want it done to me. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Oh, no! My affluenza has taken control of my brain! I'm, an, I'm infectious. You better watch out. I do agree that rich people are
2: probably, most likely, more of them are more entitled. And you see it, one of my, well, the yeah. things that I hate the most is a crowded parking lot and a fucking Mercedes parked across two spots. <laughs> right. I fucking
0: hate that. You should key them. See, that's a law that I'm fine with you breaking. <laughs> like, again, it's all, it's a very, it's all in context. You should key that car. Would you agree with that? That it, if you saw someone key that car, you'd go, ah, good, fuck them." Uh, depends. I I think that I think that I yeah, think that that's good for uh, you, Sean. be no, honest.
1: I, I, it depends. I I mean, I've keyed I've keyed cars. Why did you key them? Is it uh, because you're time, wealthy? No. This one time, uh, this uh, you above uh, the this law. car this car pulled around the this, the corner in the rain. And uh this was in uh A predominantly gay area. I was uh, I was getting lunch, and I saw this car. This car splash these uh, these two skinny gay guys. And was the
2: car (laughs) was the car a probe?
1: (laughs) No, it was not. It It was like drive through a pond. Not a probe, Sean. I get your joke. Um, But this car was like it was a big pickup truck on on a lift, and he almost he almost hit these guys too. They were crossing the road, Mm, and he just whipped around the corner, almost hit them, splashed them, and the guys were like, "Hey." And then the guy got out of his car. The driver. Oh, I bet I know. This
0: what's tattooed, going.
1: this tattooed fucking idiot. Like, uh-huh. get out. Gets out of his car and starts calling them the F word. The F word. Oh yeah, friends. Yeah, friends. He started calling them friends. <laughs> Listen, friends. Listen, Listen friends. friends. I get to do what I want. <laughs> Listen to your power. I'm driving a probe. Yeah, you guys look real happy. You guys are real. G- a couple of gay guys. Is couple it, of the, real is it guys. the
0: mythological F word or the other one? It's the bad one. Uh, uh, so he got, he got out of
1: the car. Is. All right, <laughs> he got out of the car, started cussing, started cussing these, these poor dudes out, oh. and they, and these guys like they look like wimpy dudes. They're not gonna fight this dude who's uh, obviously a hot headed idiot. Uh-huh. So uh, I saw him like pull into the parking structure. Normally I wouldn't really, really give that much of a shit, but he pulled into the parking structure uh, that my car was parked in, Uh-oh. and I thought, oh. Convenient. Wow. We'll see. We'll see. You know, if I finish my meal in time, we'll see where. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what's what's what. See what God wants me to do. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah I walked up there, saw his uh, his car, his uh, his truck. Took out and- my bicycle lock. <laughs> you know, fuck you, Sean. <laughs>
0: No, I took care of that car. I took care of that car. What do you um, mean you took care of it? Like no, it's sleeping at it. the bottom of the ocean. You uh, can't admit that you keyed it. What did I you? Gave slash him a good, tires? What I gave I gave him a good paint job, Dick. Good talking to. Nah, he just, he just
1: got he just got a new speed speed streak. But um, you're like yeah, the this Casey guy, this guy, Jones this guy,
0: for gay people. This guy was a
1: piece of shit, <laughs> yeah. and uh, he had this uh, he had this this girl with him. I think, and she looked so embarrassed at his behavior. Uh, to, and. I've seen people who are abuse victims. She looked like an abuse victim. Probably was. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say, I'll, I don't know, man. This guy was I a real hot-headed. I 100% sure he, she was. This guy was a real hot-headed idiot. Yeah. And those those gay dudes that that guy bullied will probably never know.
4: Probably well, never did. know.
1: Yeah, but th- there, was, there was like a, I'm like a, a mischievous Santa, I feel. I feel like I give
0: you gifts of vandalism. It's called the Grinch. And crime. That's who that is <laughs> that you're referencing. <laughs> you're a modern-day Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Sean. Yeah. You're yeah. like you're like Harvey Milk, yeah, but more effeminate. Okay, <laughs> defender of gay rights. Yeah,
1: well, I, I'll tell you what, Dick. I have to shave all the time. Yeah, How feminine is that?
0: Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit Harry's.com and use the promo code Biggest Problem to save $5 off your first purchase. Do we have new Harry's stuff? I can't yeah. get enough of this Harry's stuff. I need a new blade. We do. I think my blades are still good, but I want another one because I want to use two blades at the same time. Yeah. I want to see what—so that's, that's my advice to listeners. Don't just go to Harry's and get $5 off your first purchase with the promo code Biggest Problem and buy one razor. Buy two. Buy two. got to have a backup. Maybe you lose the razor like I lose the remote. Then you need a backup razor. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, of course. Look, these are German-engineered, five-blade cartridges, a close and comfortable shave with no cuts or burns. I can vouch for that. The quality is guaranteed. You get a full refund if you're not happy. Where, Where else can you get a full refund if you're not happy?
2: You do need to. Because a lot of people out there have boyfriends or girlfriends who they don't live with, right? You're spending nights over there. They're spending nights over there. You don't have to bring two razors back and forth. Leave one in the medicine cabinet because if you forget your razor, you're like, "Fuck."
0: That's a Sean tip. That's yes. a great fucking tip, Sean.
2: There's a Sean tip. Two sets of bathroom <laughs> items.
0: So if you're a girl and you want the guy to stay over, maybe you throw, maybe you put a little Harry's box on the sink. Here you go. This there you is go. for you. Uh huh.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Very yeah. smart.
1: Smoothest legs, you'll get
0: you'll get the smoothest legs you've ever felt. Over one million guys <laughs> have already made the switch and thousands more switch every day. Why buy a $32 pack for an eight and eight blades uh, for an eight pack of blades when you can just get them for half the price at Harry's.com. How about that?
1: It's a great deal. Thanks for supporting the show, guys. Thank you, Harry's, for supporting us. All right.
0: Okay, here's my problem. It's very simple. This is actually a listener problem, too. Uh Taylor Castillo sent it in to me. But I agree with it. I agree with it. Hundred percent. People who talk about their dreams. Hmm. Why, it, Sean? Sean, you uh, you right? seem to have a problem with that. Right off the get-go. Why?
2: It's like, it's like somebody describing a movie, every little detail and nuance of a movie that you don't give a fuck about.
0: That you don't do not give a fuck about at all. You would never see, and no, and no thought went into it at all.
2: It only means something to them as it relates to them. Yeah. You have your own shit. Keep it to yourself.
0: Yeah. It's wow. it, based, based on nothing, it's just a series of emotions that they had that mm-hmm. they're dumping on you with no, no order, no structure, and no, no, no sign of when it's ending or where it's begun or the significance of it at all. It's here's a bunch of random shit that my brain dumped on me that I'm now dumping on you. Get hmm. ready for it. Get, okay. get ready for this because I'm about to waste two minutes of your life. And then I'm going to stare at you like a slack-jawed asshole, waiting for you to react to something that my brain invented while I was sleeping. That means absolutely nothing and should have no emotional impact on anyone ever.
1: Hmm. OK. So these are not your friends you're talking to. Um, no Star- not- do strangers come up to you and just tell you about their dreams?
0: Oh, man. I uh I can't I can't think of an instance of that. Yeah.
1: It doesn't happen. It's usually your friends. And why I don't mind oh, right. so much okay, like yeah. it really depends on on the friend whether or not they're a good storyteller and whether or not they can relate it to me or their lives. I have friends who tell me about their dreams who just ramble on. And mm-hmm. then I have friends who tell me about their dreams and they're really fascinating. They they they're tell fascinating? me fascinating? Oh absolutely. What's fascinating about them? Well, sometimes you I'm interested. Sometimes they make causal connections. Uh, sometimes people have dreams about precognition. Actually, like st- Wait, wait, what's thirds. the causal
0: connection? Like causal connections mean? between, you might, like, w- when you're dreaming. Like I had a dream that you offered to buy me dinner tonight. When, nope. Hang, 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 <laughs> no. What
1: do you think about that? Uh, when you're dreaming, it's a lot of times your subconscious mind working out problems in your real life. And those causal connections sometimes can be made while you're dreaming. I have, I have dreamt. A lot of great ideas that I get up and I write down and it's not incoherent. I wake up the next day and I read it and I'm like, oh my God, that was a really good idea.
0: Mm, So you're a pro dreamer. I'm a pro dreamer, buddy. I dream like a samurai. And then you talk about (laughs) it and you bring it into the real world. Uh, I do, but in a Not, in a I mean, very I'm way. I'm disgusted by dreams. I wake yeah. up like no, 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 no. I didn't. That didn't happen. Well, we, do don't, don't, we don't do it. I imagine
1: all your dreams are fucking nightmares, Dick. Where everyone's yeah, just stealing like, from true. you. It's this like chaotic world that you've that. created. Yeah, this yeah. like this nightmare world that you've <laughs> created, where everyone's just, just stealing from you all the time. You have to live in a guarded fortress, and there's like dog shit <laughs> and street signs falling over, fucking everywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and rains why are you like, so pissed off? I just <laughs>
0: I know, I know, I know, because I can see your world. Why are you still pissed off about the affluenza thing? Oh, because it's I'm fucking awful, <laughs>
1: man. I it, it got me so fuming reading about this dickhead. He
2: the, just the impunity he had, I bet the that entitlement. Guy, he calls huge conferences of people together and talks about his dreams. Talks about his dreams?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's all he did when he took the stand. All lock, he did is lock the, the door for t- 30 hours talking about his dreams. He do, he all oh, he yeah, his vacant fucking 50-yard stare. So you do you so you like hearing about people's dreams. Okay, maybe this Dep- isn't gonna de- be interesting then. Would you rather hear about Someone's dream Or would you rather hear about their dog Oh, oh man Easily the dream I oh, Fascinating I hate hearing about dogs Me too But I've, a dream is so much worse for me oh A dream gosh, is like making no. me It makes me want to slit my throat Like I'm two seconds into Dick, it Dick at, at some
1: level If somebody's telling me Recounting a dream There is a, there's a chance There's a possibility There is a hope that something in the dream is a, a, a person, someone is is in, okay. in the dream that I can relate to, oh, uh, talk about, think about, you know, have some kind of human level relation to. But when it's a dog, the end of the day, it's something cute they did or something stupid that they ate or uh, a fucking trip to the vet. Oh my god, trips to the vet stories, the worst. Hmm. Okay. Oh, poor fucking uh, dumpy. I took him to the vet because he swallowed. Well, what did he
0: swallow? Screwdriver. Tennis ball. Screw- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah, that, that is a tough one when they're talking about taking dogs to the vets. Because you never want to... The only thing I'm thinking is, well, don't spend that much money on your... Obviously, put it put it down, but you can't say that. Right? You gotta, I, like, listen, I you always... Like, oh, yeah. Sounds like a real tough decision on whether you should spend six grand on your dog or not. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, what a brain
1: buster. I always jump to the conclusion. <laughs> See, I, I skip the awkward part where I have
2: to suggest they put the dog down and I just assume that
1: <laughs> you they just did su- you yeah. suggested
0: it to them oh, don't, I, don't, don't,
1: I don't, say I'm sorry you had to put uh, your dog down
2: <laughs> don't forget the months of acupuncture after the $6,000 surgery that they have to, that go, gonna through? Have to go to yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sean, Sean you herbal would, supplements? what about you?
0: would you rather hear a dream or someone talking about their dog it's a toss up. I mean,
2: I like dogs. Some anecdotes I find funny because okay. I've had dogs or been around dogs that do yeah, that. that. You're but, not you're
0: not wrong saying that. Yeah, you just no, no, been no, influenced no, no, the, by but, the prior answer. See,
2: and I see Maddox's point about the uh, about the dreams too. It's yeah. a very small percentage of the time because we do have common dreams. Uh, you know, anxiety dreams and such. I know the teeth falling out or broken
0: is a common one. Or your right? dick falling off. That's Never had that dream. Never? Nope. nope. Oh my God! Mine's, that sturdy, mine's sturdy. my sturdy. I don't want to. I don't want to accidentally <laughs> talk about my dream though. That's the risk of bringing this problem. In, is you I can't know. discuss it without talking about your dream. So I'm the part of the problem once I, again. It's the I, first thing I thought.
2: I've I had like, dreams. we going talk about
0: dreams. I've <laughs> had dreams where other men in my dream their dicks were
1: falling off and they looked to me because mine was like hard as a tree stump. You know, <laughs> like a redwood. <laughs> you had and dreams like, oh.
0: about other men's dicks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever dreamed that. No. You're gonna share some Milton Burl. No, shut up. <laughs> people, people out there going, "Who the
0: fuck's Milton Berle?" Yeah, um, Google it. What about, um, what about a kid telling a story? Do oh, the like worst. That? Oh my gosh. No. Okay, would you rather hear an adult tell a dream or a kid telling a, a story? Because the adult dream to me is like the dumbest part of your brain, like below a child telling a story to you. And I wake up and go, "Oh great, thanks for that. Sh- thanks for that stupid story about nothing." Dick, you need better friends, man. What can, I I don't know what like these aren't strangers. What are you talking about? These friends. aren't
1: strangers who are coming up to you to tell you about their dreams. They're always your friends. And if you choose friends well, who are I idiots, mean, actually,
0: they're more, it's more like ex girlfriends. There you But go. I didn't want to be sexist when I brought this in. Yeah. I've never heard a, a guy <laughs> tell me about his dreams. Well,
1: when I those t- are my friends. When I talk about my dreams, I never, I almost never say that they're dreams. I just tell them about interesting things that I discovered, like
0: you, that you had four arms and you. <laughs> Drove a biplane through a giant gorilla. What, are you, <laughs> what kind of interesting things are you talking about? When I don't. You do that? I don't
1: really talk about those dreams usually. I talk about dreams where, uh, where I learn something or I make. I make a causal connection. Like I said, at one time, hmm. one time in my dream, I, I dreamt an entire, uh, rhyming poem, and I. I know. Already I, I want to kill I wanna myself. Wanna, I want to yeah. kick my own. Ass. So you know, it's a
2: problem. No, no. But but
1: here's the thing. I I remember getting up and writing it down, like you know, three four a.m. bleary eyed. And wake, and then waking up the next day thinking it's going to be total, uh, total gibberish. And I looked at it, and it it rhymed, and it made sense. And I I thought, wow, holy shit, that's a that came to me in a dream. What was the poem? Um, it was about flight, and I'll never say it. I'm never gonna. I'll Why? kick my
0: own. Because I'll kick my own. It's ass. Funny though. No. What was the point? I don't. Of the poem? I don't remember. I wrote it down somewhere. I don't. I don't remember it off the top. Flight, of my head. Flight. Good solution. Go vote it up. Yeah. What about, let's see, what about What about hearing someone talk about their kids or hearing someone tell you about a dream they had? Uh, dream, always. I, the I'd dream, rather, again. Yeah, I'd rather... So you're not on board with this problem at all. No, not at hmm. all.
1: Um, also, because if something's that annoying, it's, it's like at most two minutes of your life if you want to be polite. If you don't want to be polite, you can immediately shut them down, say I'm not
0: interested. Uh... Well, that that could go for either one. I vote kids
2: for sure. You vote hearing about kids? I like kids.
0: Yeah, they're great. Oh, I hear about
1: kids all the fucking time. I see them, their pictures in my Facebook feed all the fucking time. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of kids. I'm so, to vote
0: up kids, people, please. You know, I'm I'm, I'm interested. What should Facebook be? Because we brought in Facebook and we talked about it. No pictures of kids. No. No political opinions. Right. That's awful. No, I'm so happy and blessed, right? Yeah. What's what's left?
1: I'll tell what you. We, what? You know what the, I, <laughs> I got actually, a new job. <laughs> you know, a long time ago, when I brought in Facebook as a problem, yeah. Um, I, I that's again a huge problem. I didn't even get to all the stuff I want to talk about, but I brought in an article from a website called Wait, But Why, and that website talked about the I think five or seven types of annoying Facebook posts, and it talked about how a lot of the posts we put on Facebook are either Posturing somehow, or 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 image crafting, Mm -hmm. Uh, they are annoying political opinions. They're bragging. Uh, So then I thought about it. I thought, well, yeah, those those all sound pretty true. And in the end, I realized, like, I I rarely post anything on Facebook anymore, and and it's because of this reason. I don't think Facebook should exist. I think Facebook is awful. So nothing. I think Facebook is contrary to a net neutral web. Because Facebook is not running itself net neutral. But that's that's a whole
0: different topic. That's a whole different topic. What about people talking about the music they like versus talking about a dream? I would rather even hear, and I hate listening to people talk about music they like. I'd rather listen to that than a dream. That's how much I hate hearing people talk about dreams.
2: I would hands down. Which one? I'm always interested in what music people like. Okay, interesting. I've discovered, yeah, absolutely. I've discovered cool shit that way.
1: I'm interested in that insofar as they give me an answer that's more than just everything – no one no. likes it.
2: Every time, every <laughs> single time. I've never these, heard that. Oh my god! You've what never met a girl. That's an incredibly boring person. I know yeah. that sounds
1: like, but like it's not just like girls. Girls and guys. Like I've met these people, especially in bars and casual conversations. I ask what kind of music they like. If they say everything, everything I know everything I need to know about you. Buddy. Yeah, they don't
0: want to talk to you.
1: No, it's not mm-hmm. that. No, oh. because because I'll because I'll press them, and uh, my first question is always this. Uh, how about death metal? You like death metal? Oh, uh, everything but death metal. Oh, I'm like, okay. So how everything about, on top forty. Yeah. Stations? How yeah. about cu- how about country? Do you like country? Ah, uh, you know, not really. And and one of these people I specifically pressed who said everything. It was a girl. She said, uh, yeah, I like um, I like everything." I say, okay. So um, no death metal, no country. You don't listen to jazz. You don't listen to classical. She goes, oh, no, I like classical. I'm like, what, which composers? Who are your favorites? Yeah. The Mol- big ones? Mozart Beethoven. Yeah. yeah, those are the two. And then I'm like, okay, so you don't listen to classical. You know what? Here's, here's if for hey, anyone, you know get out of here. <laughs> get at, what are you even doing here? Get, get out of here. My, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, get out of this bar. Get out of my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> How about the
0: retelling of a reality TV show? Would you rather hear that or a dream? I'll take that over a dream, and that sounds like Ooh, poison. Oh, that's a toss-up. Honestly, that's a 50-50. Because it's the up. same thing. It goes nowhere. There's no story. None of the actors have any point or purpose. The problem None here of sounds, it's relevant.
1: The problem here sounds, Dick, like uh, people who don't know how to tell a good story. No. And you think they draw that out of a dream? No, I think that people who don't know how to get, tell a good story, doesn't matter what they're talking about. I have a friend, Mm. uh, (laughs) I
2: have yeah. If if the writing, you know, i.e. the dream is shit and a bunch of non-sequiturs, then telling a story is sort of irrelevant.
1: Sean, what's interesting to me about a good story is how the storyteller relates it to the situation and the context that they're in. So for example, last night I was at a bar with some friends and something came up we were talking about flights, and that led the conversation to passengers, and that led me to an anecdote about a shitty passenger experience I had. Out of context, <laughs> yeah. that might not be that interesting, and it might seem awkward to just bring up in the middle of a conversation, but a good storyteller knows how to make those connections,
0: and same thing with their dreams. I like that your contribution to that conversation well, was I, a rage-induced <laughs> complaint about a shitty I think passenger. that's more a good conversationalist, because yeah. you're
2: listening to what they're doing, and then you're drawing something from, you know, your own mind and referencing that in the conversation. Correct, correct. But and the that, story in and of itself, standing alone may not make any sense or may not be particularly interesting. Well, that's why
1: a good conversationalist, Sean, can make those connections and only talk about their dreams when it's relevant to the context or situation. Like, Dick, if you and I are talking, I don't think I've, Ever in a, in uh, the entire time I've known you, told you about any of my dreams because it's
0: never come up. If I dreamt something about you, I don't remember. Specific- I would have blocked it out if you started with "I had this dream." Like if I was at Martin Luther King Jr.'s rally, she, I would have just left. It. I would have <laughs> just said, "No, no, 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 I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. I'm gonna go fight for civil rights. I'm going to Malcolm X. You, whatever, <laughs> whatever you, whatever you were gonna say, I don't care."
1: Well, here's what's fascinating to me about dreams. And why I don't mind them so much is because I, I did some research, and according to some statistic, I forget the website. It said two thirds of people claim to have precognition in their dreams. Oh God, kill me! And that's that's a little bit different than deja vu, uh, but precognition. And that's a really interesting phenomenon. I know there's some science that goes into why we feel deja vu sometimes or why we have that precognition. But uh, it's really fascinating to me when it happens. Has that never happened to you, Dick?
0: I think it's the absolute worst of narcissism and pop psychology is a dream. And talking about what the dreams mean and trying to relate them to people And getting into this endless cycle of self-analysis over nothing, nothing in your fucking brain, when everything in your life can give you these tips of what you're doing wrong, when you're going into these random thoughts that nobody understands. It's like a field where you can say whatever you want because nobody has any idea why it's happening.
2: I don't think they mean nothing, but you don't have to inflict them on other people. That's something you need to figure out how it relates to you yourself. Use your judgment, people. Um, I looked into
1: why people talk about their dreams, and there's a lot of reasons. First of all, it's to overcome anxiety. Sometimes people have anxiety in their dreams. Most people actually, there's a there's a study that a while back someone claimed that while you're snoring, you're not dreaming because oh god, uh, uh, you you don't have uh yeah you, you usually dream in during REM the REM phase of sleep, uh, rapid eye movement phase of your sleep and. They, found, they, said, they said that most people feel anxious when they dream, and uh, sometimes people talk about their dreams
0: because they're trying to work out their anxiety. They should be buying less stuff. According to affluenza, it's the consumerism that's causing them anxiety. Could be. Right? Could be. That's why. That's why I do think affluenza is a big problem in that respect, too. Um, sometimes people, people talk about dreams to remember
1: important details they may, have, uh, they may have seen. You know, like me, like I wrote down a full rhyming uh, poem in prose. Uh, they Isn't, work out problems Is that important? Like, what? To write? You wrote down a poem? Oh, absolutely so, uh, A huge a huge portion of my inspiration in my work Comes to me from my dreams mm. Absolutely Doc and, Brown And I never talk about it I just
2: I just use it I never talk about it I dream that one day I will finish my next book
0: You know, fuck
1: you, Sean <laughs> You're on a tear You're pissing me off so much
2: this episode I'm to bring your fucking car Where's your
1: car? Do you have a truck outside? It's right. gonna a
0: key, fucker That's my problem People who talk about it <laughs> Aren't you
1: glad I'm back? I am No All right, guys, my problem this week was affluenza. See you next
0: Tuesday.
5: Hey, this is Tyler. Um, I am a literature professor from Texas, and my emphasis is in fairy tales and pop culture, so it was interesting to hear Maddox bring in Disney as a problem. Couple of problems though Uh-oh. with his problem. Oh, okay. First of all, he said Maddox, you said that people aren't doing this research, which is not true. Um, oh, she took in that have been doing research on Disney and fairy tales for a very long time. There is even a famous book called Breaking the Disney Spell by Jack Zipes. He has many Fam- other books on book. Disney. Also, I was wondering why you were just harping on the Little Mermaid because literally any tale that Disney <sighs> has picked, whether it's a parode. Uh, Charles Perot Tale or Grimm's uh, or Shelling anybody off. else. Oh. They've sterilized <laughs> every Literally single tale. <laughs> it's not just Little Mermaid. So yeah. I think it really would have oh, driven yeah. your point more if you brought that up also. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, you the last thing, up. Disney is kind of kind trying to backtrack now <laughs> um, um, with movies like Maleficent and the new live action Cinderella because they realized they fucked up all the tales the first time they no, did it. They so now so they're incorporating yes, all they- the original folklore back into the movies that they're Publishing in
1: the 2000s. That's so. not why they do it now. Love the show.
5: Thanks.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Tyler, the literature professor. So here's the thing that bugs me. You want to out name drop her? Come up with some bigger, more obscure names than she did. Sure. Um, so what bugs me? What bugs me about academia, and Dick, this is this is I think what bugs you about academia. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, is that academics sometimes get so staunchly positioned in their universe, their little yeah. social bubble of uh-huh. other academics uh-huh. where they always talk about this stuff. <laughs> that they, they don't they don't they lose perspective. They lose grip. They don't realize that the majority of people don't talk about this stuff. The majority of people don't look at these issues critically and they're not looking at these stories that famous book that you mentioned no one's ever fucking heard of it outside your social circle outside of uh, academics outside of people who are versed in literature children's literature critical literature critical writing critical analysis those are the people who know about these books that you're referencing Uh and these stories and by the way and the other reason I didn't cover these other (laughs) topics in Disney I know about most of them is because it's a six minute YouTube video what do you I I don't have time or resources
0: about the show too what's that you covered. It on the sh- you also covered it on the show Yeah you but went it, into Little Mermaid A lot again I
1: only have a limited Amount of time if you want me to spend an entire Hour dissecting Dis- or, or uh, Multiple hours dissecting each each And
0: every Disney story I could but, yeah that's I think she does okay you got it <laughs> 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 Oh here uh, Weird Matthew McConaughey also Called in criticizing your tax your um Your financial plans for lottery Winners okay
4: you don't Always take the annuity and this is why because A how fucking long are you going to live <laughs> if so you're 40 <laughs> I know I don't know how fucking old you are but let's say you're 40 let's say you yeah. like statistically like what 38 years
1: that's actually pretty accurate <laughs>
4: That's kind of a long time, but if I like, let's see, I think the annuity would have been like nine hundred and thirty million. I'm if you spent a crazy amount of money a year, as long as you fucking, I'm like, you still have plenty of money. I don't know. I don't know. I
5: don't
4: know. Sounds like it's about to come. I think. Yeah, I don't
0: know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So you've got everyone all over the spectrum disagrees. The financial analyst Uh with the masters in economic theory disagrees with you. And all the way down to weird Matthew McConaughey. They all disagree. You know, who's that financial analyst who sent that in? Uh, Andy.
2: Andrew. Andrew. You're no New York Times writer.
1: (laughs) No, no. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. know, I would like to see some some statistics. If the majority of lottery commissions go bankrupt— that's sound financial advice.
0: Okay. I would, I would buy that.
1: All right. Uh, otherwise, otherwise, I don't see why it's any more of a risk than leaving it in a bank account or buying stocks or, or getting the annuity.
0: Well, as long as people don't realize how easy it is to rob banks with their jetpacks, then you're good. Oh, I buddy, think. you're in trouble. There's, uh, there's every day there's new jetpack news. <laughs> here's, here's, one, here's one more from Matthew McConaughey. Weird Matthew
4: McConaughey. Hey, Matty. I like how you pretended you didn't know what your own pre-cum taste is like. <laughs> a dude who shits and leaves and experiments by pinching the end of his dick is also a guy who has probably licked his finger after touching the tip of his dick during wagging it or extreme excitement. Uh, also... You've probably tasted it oh after a blowjob. I just don't even no. fucking know That's about true. it. Or he's got you there. He pretended you no, didn't know about it. Yeah. Just you're like, down. no, it's all good. That's not my cum. It's just, she must have been chewing some weird gum earlier. ha 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 ha
0: Chewing some weird gum. Oh, man. You don't, a- have an- you don't have to answer that accusation. No. It's
4: <laughs> Idiot. <laughs>